0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the fifth episode of the Basketball Studios Podcast. So today we're going to be talking about Harden's scoring streak, DeMarcus Cousins coming back, All-Star voting, if it should remain 50% of the vote, and what we think about Wade Rose and Doncic being in the All-Star game. The televised draft on February 7th, Kyrie's quote about apologizing to LeBron James, Jimmy Butler already mad in Philly, and what Luka Doncic's ceiling is. So last episode on episode four uh, for like the Christmas Day game predictions, I said we're going to have a (laughs) co-host... Hello? Alright. <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> After a coughing attack. Sorry, the, the water was a little much for me. Alright, so uh, I guess we can just talk about Harden's scoring streak. Do you think this Harden scoring streak like has him on lock for MVP?
1: You know, I'm not a big fan of Harden, I'll be honest. It's a combination of a couple things. One of them being that thing he does with the... He abuses the getting fouled on the, the free point line. Like... You know, so often, there'll be just someone guarding him. They're put, doing a good guarding stance, you know, down low, arms out. And he would just put his arms underneath the uh, defender's arm and lift up as if he was shooting. Like,
0: that is just a load of crap. Like, I've seen, I, I, I've seen him do that, and I've also seen him, like, whenever he shoots, he, like, reaches forward for the guy. And, like, especially around screens and stuff, and it
1: is the most annoying thing I've ever seen. Like, it <laughs> infuriates me. Like, that That is just the most lame way to get to the free, th- free throw line. Like, I think – Oh, th- my gosh.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, it was, like, against Golden State, that game that he, you know, like, hit the game-winning shot. I was, like – I was on the Bucket Center live stream, and I got a lot of people mad because I said Harden doesn't earn a lot of his points, which I don't think he does because – And I was making sure to count, like, how many free throws he took. And he actually took, like, nine free throws that game. It wasn't, like, 18 or 27 or something crazy. But once I saw him shoot the first shot with, like, 20 seconds into the game, he was fouled from three. And I was like, all right, that's three easy points for him right now. Um, But, like, it's hard for me not to just say that what he's doing is unbelievable, though. Like, he is averaging, like, 40 points a game in the past 10 games with, like, 10 assists as well. Right right
1: now, I I was looking at it yesterday. He's averaging...
0: 35
1: point like 5 points per game like when was the so, when was the last time someone did that like i'm thinking like kobe kobe averaged, were like 35 37 one Probably.
0: season i know like michael back in like yeah. 87 had like 37 a game
1: yeah he, he had some crazy seasons but like last time someone averaged 35 points per game LeBron had one season where he averaged 30-something, I'm pretty sure. But, like, holy shit, 35 points per game is a lot. And he car- he's carrying his team. Like, I don't know if you – I was looking at the their win-loss record from the beginning of the season. I, I totally forgot about it, but the beginning of the season, the Rockets were doo-doo. Like, like, they they were on a fat losing streak. Like, they did not have a good record, and he's single-handedly brought them from – like 14th seed to like now they're they're back in the playoffs like well in the play- playoffs aren't, aren't they like four or 5th seed
0: something like that yeah they're, they're somewhere around there but I know they're going up the uh, leaderboards but like whenever I look at the Western Conference it's like this every single year like the Thunder I think are the 3rd seed and then there's like the seed that's like Utah and they're one game apart yeah so, so nice. like I don't know like they're in, they're in the mix right now I think they're still going to have to fight because Clickapella's out for a while and they're kind of losing now and then Chris Paul, I don't know when, whenever he's going to return. I don't know if, like, Chris Paul is just sitting out just to be like, all right, let's just have Harden do a sing as long as possible, and then I'll come back. But- you know, I think we discussed this last time,
1: but you mentioned Chris Paul, and I love Chris Paul. He, I think he's one of the best players. Like, I just love him. Like, you know, he's just really good. But he's very greedy. The way he – the contract he signed – That like, contract's terrible. They, he screwed his team. Like, you you are worth that money. Maybe not anymore because it kind of looks like you're going downhill just a little bit. But by doing that, you can't sign another big-time major. You couldn't even sign the team that you had the previous year. Like, you're stopping yeah. your team from – being successful. And when you think about Chris Paul's legacy, the biggest thing people like to throw out there is how he hasn't won in the playoffs, this and that. He's never won a championship. Like, you're not helping your case when you take a big contract like that. You're really not helping your case. You're already a bajillionaire, Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah. I, I understand that you want your money, but I guess I guess it really shows that to him, money is a little bit more important than his legacy because if he cared about his legacy,
0: I think he would have taken less money. I think it was Shannon Sharp said something that was like, it was actually kind of logical because I know Shannon Sharp says some crazy things sometimes, but he was talking about, like, say, Kyrie with his whole winning situation. I think it kind of applies to Chris Paul. It's like a lot of NBA players obviously want to win, but then they want to win their way. So it's like Chris Paul's like, oh, I want to win. Of course I want to win. I want to go to the playoffs. I want to go to the finals. But I need to make sure I'm getting my 40 mil a year.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, you know, when you see Chris Paul out on the court, you know he wants to win. Yeah. Like he goes hard. Like he's like, you know, yeah. like Stephen A says, he's that pit bull that is just over every, like, you know, like he's, he's, he's in your face. He wants to win. And that's just – I don't see the reflection of that when he signs a freaking – 180 million dollar four year contract or whatever the hell it
0: was. Yeah, if he's if he's getting I think it was like four year 160, which is 40 mil a year. He's going to be what like 38 years old getting 40 million dollars and he's already on the decline. I don't know what they were thinking with that contract. I would have at least maybe traded him or something or I don't know. I mean, they obviously didn't know. If they knew that James Harden was going to be playing like this right now, then they probably would have let him go if he was really demanding $40 million. Yeah, $40 million is just too much. I think Chris Paul coming back is going to be really weird, though. Something about the whole James Harden thing, now that James Harden doesn't have the ball in his hands literally 90% of the time whenever he's on the court is going to be kind of weird. Uh, I think well, the Rockets are screwed up in general. For one, they got Carmelo Anthony. They they traded Ryan Anderson. They pretty this is pretty much how it all went down. They got they got rid of Luke Mbamute, Trevor Ariza, and Ryan Anderson for Kamel Anthony, which is now cut. Brandon Knight and Marquise Chris don't really get any minutes. They're only getting minutes a little bit because of the whole Clint Capella and Chris Paul injury. But they screw themselves with giving. I mean, I think Clint Capella is worth twenty five million, but they got him for like $25 mil a year for like the next three years, and they that now they have Chris Paul for $40 mil a year. Like, they just screw themselves long-term with that contract.
1: You mentioned Chris Paul. I Or not Chris Paul, Carmelo Anthony. I think they pre-jacked a little too early on waving him. If, like, holy shit, it was what, like 11 games and he was already out of their team, something like that? That I, yeah, I was I, fine with it, though. I, I mean, I know he wasn't playing well, but at least he can knock down a three-point shot. I, would, mm-hmm. I don't care if he reduces minutes, but holy crap. did they, they? He was a scapegoat. He was truly a scapegoat. They just got rid of him so quickly. And n- I'm not saying that... He was gonna work out perfectly, but like, holy cow! You, you just got rid- like how many how many players besides James Harden, and Clint Compella and Chris Paul, and maybe PG
0: Tucker really contribute to that team? Not anymore. Now that you don't have Trevor Ariza, Luke Mute, or Ryan Anderson, like that, their depth is so much. And like a lot of people are gonna be saying stuff like, "Well, as long as they're winning, blah blah blah." But whenever it comes to the playoffs, like people literally say that the Golden State Warriors are worse with Kevin Durant because they w- didn't go 74 and 8 whenever they have them. I'm like, but yet they lost in the NBA finals against a uh, Kyrie, Kevin Love and LeBron team, but whenever they get Kevin Durant, they beat that team. So it's kind of like I don't know, some people's logic with the whole like winning scenario. I think they they just needed those three guys um bad. I think maybe Ryan Anderson could go because he had a weird contract. But we first started talking about
1: James Harden and his MVP, like what can he win MVP this year? And I think this is with all these people gone and injured and whatnot, it's, and James Harden still keeping this
0: team afloat, it kind of makes James Harden look like an MVP. It, it and, does. And I, Which I don't know. There's some talk that I've I've had with some people. You guys know like Bucket Center, the guy that kind of beat with Kevin Durant over the summer. I I talked with him like – and he says a lot of people can flourish in the in the Mike D'Antoni system. If you put Curry on the Rockets, he'd probably be averaging fifty a game because it's just chuck up as many threes as possible. So I don't know if there's a little bit of like James Harden's kind of going on. for one. He's bending the rules of the NBA, and two, he's playing in a in a system to where it's James Harden shoot as many threes as possible.
1: Well, I, well, he's knocking. He has a good free or a three point percentage. I I think the coach is irrelevant to this discussion. Like, he's still getting... He's, he's just... He's getting it done. And I kind of want to see someone, what I would say, more deserving to win MVP, but at the same time, right now, James Harden is looking pretty deserving of the MVP. Yeah, there, no. There's so many people I want to see win MVP. But... There,
0: I want to see... I, I would almost... I guess you could give it to James Harden this season, but, like, let Kawhi and maybe Giannis get their turn at it.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's what I was thinking. Kawhi is deserving. Giannis is deserving of it. And one, Anthony Davis is still very young, so he'll have plenty of time to get one. But, man, that guy's going to get one eventually. And he's he I think he's deserving, too. Well, maybe not because his team is kind of doo-doo right now.
0: Yeah, I think Kawhi probably needs it the most out of any player in the league. He does have a finals MVP, so it can kind of help his – Uh, resume a little bit but like Giannis is what like 23 24 Anthony Davis is 25 they have like another five years to really get their MVP but like Kawhi it's like you never really know because I think he's around 28 years old which I mean he still has like three years left of really 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 good at Kawhi but Paul George for MVP Um. (laughs) singing now (laughs) all right so I kind of want to like segue over to the whole All Star voting. So there's a lot of controversy with you know Derek Rose, Dwayne Wade, Luka Doncic being in the All Star game, which I think Dwayne Wade kind of has more of a pass because of his last season, blah, blah blah. He's a legend. Do you think fans should still have fifty percent of the vote after this year?
1: You know, as a fan, sometimes I'm like, yeah, we should, but sometimes fans make a bad decision. Uh, you know, you mentioned D Wade and. I I like how D-Wade is getting the... There, I see there's two ways of looking at it. I like it because, oh, it's his final season, you know, give it to him. You know, he's a legend, this and that. But at the same time, D-Wade already has, like, 12 all-star appearances. Like, one more isn't going to solidify his, leg- like, legendary status. Like, he's already legendary status. Like, one more isn't going to make a big deal. It's cool for him to get it, his final season. But at the same time, I'm like oh, maybe we could give it to someone that really deserves it because, you know, who knows if they'll get the opportunity again. Like, D-Wade got his opportunities.
0: The good thing is that D-Wade's in the East, so there's actually, like, there's a lot of spots open. Because if you go with, say if you go Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry, who am I forgetting? Jimmy Butler, Dwayne Wade. I don't think Jimmy Butler is going to be in our all-star this year. But, like, after that, though, you need, what, 12 guys? I don't think there's, like, 12 – there's Giannis. I don't know if there's 12 all-stars in the East that you can really go with. Other than – there's, like, a good top seven, and there's, like, Dwayne Wade, and then you might just throw, like, a, a Zach Levine and Chris Middleton in there. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Tatum.
1: i. Yeah, I'd have to look at the list. I forgot who all's on the list, and I could tell you who was missing.
0: What, what do you think about – do you think Lucas should be in the All-Star game?
1: Oh, heck yes, I do. Yeah. That is one of the ones that – and, you know, people talk about, like, should he be starting or should he not be starting, this and that. For me, I, I've never had a big opinion on if someone started the All-Star game or if they didn't start they the all game. They're all going to get minutes. They're, it's well, well, the like, All-Star game. Well, like, like, when we think back and we're looking at someone, like – after someone retired or someone's later later or later years in the NBA, we don't think about if they started the all-star game or if they didn't start. It's not like, oh, yeah, Michael Jordan had four all-star, or 20 All-Star start. starts and yada, 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 where he didn't start. Like, I don't look at that. I'm just like, oh, he was, an, like, Michael Jordan was an all-star for 12 years or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like starting or versus not starting, to me, does not yeah it doesn't doesn't really really, doesn't really matter to me it might matter for the players it might aggravate a player if they don't start or if they do start I think for when it comes to starting that's more of a player decision because for a fan like I could care less if whoever
0: started the game because
1: it's it's just irrelevant to
0: me I don't think it's like like oh if Russell Westbrook doesn't start that means he just isn't as good as like the top five play. well he probably isn't as good as the top five players in the west but you know what I mean like just because he's sitting on the bench doesn't mean he's just so much worse. I mean, you're an all star. Like, mm-hmm. be yeah, happy that yeah. you're an all star. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, you're. I mean, you're one of twelve people on that team. So yeah, uh, in that conference, that's just say if there's what there's what twelve people and the and all you're that literally means like for for all the people, you're a top twenty four basketball player in the world. Like not just in the NBA, but like. That's just that's just a thing in general that you're just you're an all star and you're just one of the guys. Now it is going to kind of be funny. Say if there's like a Chris Middleton that's going to be, you know, voted in to kind of see him be like the last pick yeah. <laughs> on the televised. Well, well that, that's aii I mean, I'm really excited to see. You. I'm I'm excited to see the whole televised stuff, and I know there's going to be the stupid ESPN Undisputed that's like. LeBron chose Ben Simmons. What does this mean after he's done with the Lakers contract? Yeah, like yeah. there is gonna be all that. Like LeBron chose Kyrie. Is Kyrie going to the Lakers after he apologized to LeBron? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there is gonna be all this. Stu- well, I, actually, I don't think LeBron could be captain because there is. I think they said like, they're like Curry and LeBron can't be captains because they already were. Like you have to give give it to somebody.
1: Oh, is is that is that what it is? I think you can't
0: do it two times in a row. But still, even if even if it's Kevin Durant being a captain and he chooses LeBron, Kevin Durant to the Lakers, yeah. Like- I- all that stuff's gonna start but
1: I, I didn't even think about that I'll just I'll just Won't even w- click on those videos Yeah or watch I mean that I might shit. click on
0: it Just for entertainment For background noise But like I'm not gonna be like Great point
1: No I, Yeah I, I hope that doesn't happen Because I want I want the players to be able to Be chillax And say whatever they want Without having to think about The repercussions Yeah Like I, I think the players During this When they're picking teams Should just have fun Just be like Oh I'm picking this guy Blah 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 He was cool You know I yeah. like him He's my buddy Like just joke around Like it should just be fun like I don't, I don't want to see any big
0: repercussions because they pick this person and not this person, and like that's just dumb. So I, I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast that came out six months ago with Kyrie on it, and Kyrie had a really good redirect with the question. Bill Simmons was like, they were talking about like when pre, whenever the off season starts, and Kyrie's like, well, the off season really starts after, in the All Star break, and he was like, oh, and Bill Simmons was like, so that's whenever all the texting occurs. <laughs> And then Kyrie obviously was in a stuck spot. He goes, we all have pretty good relationships. (laughs) Oh, nice, nice. It was like a good Kyrie, like, intentional redirect of a a question. And, I mean, like, because he was like, you know, I don't want to get caught with this whole tampering stuff, because you know how that is, but... That Lakers. I, I think that's all that's where all the tampering happens. You really think like LeBron and Anthony Davis are gonna be like in the locker room and they're not gonna give each other a little bit of a winky face, like you know what you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. obviously tampering happens. Um I'm gonna be surprised of whenever Kyrie called LeBron if LeBron was like, I mean, if you wanna join LA you can like Well, if we're talking about that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go go to the quote, that whole Kyrie yeah, apologizing.
1: Where he was apologizing and you know, he was talking about how he was that foolish kid that he's kind of dealing with now with the young guys in Boston, and how at one time he was uh, immature. I, I that that is a really mature statement for Kyrie yeah. to say, and I, I like that. Uh, and. It's Kyrie's becoming a big boy now he knows what it's like to lead a team and I think he it's smart of him to talk to LeBron and be mature about it because I'm sure LeBron has some amazing advice for yeah. Kyrie and that just shows that there's no bad blood and I think it's a, it's a good
0: thing they were saying something like on Undisputed because you know watching that kind of hurts my brain but sometimes it's just interesting they were like uh, I think Paul Pierce said this too they were like Uh, Kyrie said that to throw shots at Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown because it's telling them not to be that foolish kid now if that's true Kyrie should not talk because like they're, what, 21, 22, and then there's, like, Rozier that's 24. Kyrie's 26, so it's not like there's, like, an age gap there. It's not like a Kyrie to, like, 22-year-old Kyrie to 30-year-old LeBron. No, I,
1: I think it's okay if Kyrie throws shots because he's obviously the leader of that team. And, and it's, of course, to be appropriate when you throw shots, but, like, he's just, you know, he's being real. Like, you guys need to listen to the leader of the team, which is obviously Kyrie, and listen to him and not not –
0: Get carried away in your own self persona and what you want to do. Well, it, it kind of seemed like too. Whenever he was, whenever they asked him about it, it well, the it, it, didn't sound like Kyrie came into the press conference like, "Oh, I'm gonna tell them this story." It was like you could tell, like he had that blank, like it just came to his mind. He was like, "Oh, matter of fact, yeah, yeah." Like a week ago, I called, like it was like you know, I have a story to tell, but it wasn't like. Kyrie came into like the the whole press conference. Came into the media like, "Hey guys, let me tell you something." Yeah, like, like, it, it, it let me wasn't... tell
1: you. Let me tell you. Listen to this. My, the kids, the kids, and my team are, don't pay attention to me. They don't listen <laughs> yeah. to it. Like, it's not like he was a teacher disciplining his kids, like, or a parent disciplining his kids. Like, you need to listen to me. It was just like a natural flowing story. Like, yeah, I, it, it I agree see, with what you It didn't you seem saying. like
0: it was forced. Yeah, no, you're 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 correct. That, it's just the whole media just feels like picking apart just everybody yeah it- but i like Jalen brown's response whenever Kyrie had the whole about whenever he was talking about like they're just not experienced they don't know what it takes Jalen brown goes well it doesn't go like the problems don't start from the bottom to the top it starts from the top to the bottom and i was like oh, here we go yeah <laughs> like here comes this whole celtics yeah and I- I'm somebody that honestly thinks with Kyrie's kind of he, he's just weird like he's just a weird dude like he seems like like a journeyman and like his process of life and all his and all his I'm a philanthropic I think the media over over exaggerates that but at the same time it's like I saw the dude uh, somebody somebody like listening to MDJ was kind of making fun of one of his Instagram captions of like him announcing the Kyrie thing Twos or the Kyrie threes. He was like, In every step and journey of life, we come through the ups and downs of the battles and had this paragraph of all that type of stuff. And was like, I bring to you the Kyrie threes or okay, something. That, I was like,
1: Ugh. That that might not be. I don't think that is for a shoe. And I bet you that's something like Nike would be like, Okay, we want you to come at this yeah. and type of thing. Like, I don't think he pulled that out of his butt. That was probably something that someone told him to put on his Instagram because of a sponsorship, whatnot.
0: Like, true. So. All right, what else do we have? So, DeMarcus Cousins coming back today. Um, what, what are your thoughts? What's going to happen? Dude, I really don't know. Like, the thing is, he could average two points per
1: game, zero rebounds, and just fart every time he stepped on the court, <laughs> and the Warriors will still probably win the championship. So, you know, I don't really know if it's going to – if there's going to be anything crazy when he comes back. Like, I – like, is it really significant? Of course, it's a big name coming back, but, like, the Warriors are already so stacked. like, And he doesn't have to play well for the Warriors to still be successful.
0: They're not counting on him. So, I'm, so. I'm honestly kind of thinking they're going to be at the same level they were last year to where a Houston could bring them down for the fact that, for one, their bench is only getting older. You have Andre Iguodala and Sean Livingston that kind of just get slower oh. by the year. Oh. And then Draymond Green this season is... Not what we thought Draymond – he's – I talk, I said this, like, two years ago. Draymond Green's just an average role player. And then now, like, this season, 7.7 rebounds. And I think, like, 7 assists on, like, 29% three-point shooting. Like, he went from being, like, this defensive player of the year, rebounder. For one, you don't have to be they, – they say Draymond Green's such a great playmaker, yet it's like you're passing to Kyrie – You're I mean, you're passing to Curry stuff and, like – Kurt, you're, oh my god, dude! Yeah, yeah, no, you're yeah, passing yeah. to Curry, uh, Clay, Clay, and yeah, KD at yeah. the corner. I, I just said Curry and stuff. Yeah, but you, you know what I mean. Whenever you have like three of the best shoot, scoring shooters in the world, I don't think that seven assists is something crazy. Then you have DeMarcus, and you don't know if he's going to be a twenty and thirteen guy or if he's going to be a ten and ten guy. I which don't,
1: I don't think there'll be any way where Demarcus averages twenty points because
0: now his seal his his. His little bar that he has to pass is JaVale McGee. So, like, I I think JaVale McGee averaged, like, 6-4 and four as a starter. He's he's not going to go from 25-12-3 or 25-12-5 to 6-4-2 or something.
1: The, the thing is, he's not going to be the focal point of the offense. Like, he probably won't – he's not going to get as many touches, I don't think. So, I – yeah, I, I don't think he'll average 20 points per game. But, I mean, it's completely understandable because he's coming back from a crazy injury, not to mention he isn't going to get as many, many touches. I'm really more interested to see if he shows flashes of his old self or if if you can tell that he's not performing well because of the injury or if he's not performing well because he's not getting as many touches. Because yeah. I can understand him not performing well. Well, I can understand him not performing well from both, not getting touches and the injury. So I'm just I, – I really want to see if he's –
0: Going to be able to show old
1: flashes or not? of yeah. previous years.
0: Yeah, I think something about like the DeMarcus cut, like somebody like DeMarcus Cousins is like he has that like bulldog mentality which i think is going to help him a lot through this injury like it's not like yeah. some mediocre kind of like level minded guy where this could hurt i think demarcus has a huge ego so he's just going to be like oh, i'm yeah. he's good no it. matter what like i'm going to still like kick ass on the court like i think that alone's going to help him get to like a, an easy 12 and 10 no yeah
1: that is true he he has the mentality he wants it he yeah. wants he wants to be the big name so i'm sure he's going to put it all out there
0: Right. Um, what do you think about Jimmy Butler getting mad already in Philadelphia, exercising his role?
1: Yeah, that that is something. Because obviously he doesn't have as big of a role. He's like averaging 18 points per game. And we all know that he's a 20-plus points per game type of guy. And I, I think it is kind of he's probably not a, as big of a part of the offense as what he once was. But – that's kinda of understandable. You're playing with Joel Embiid,
0: so he's he's kind of their scorer on that team, so Well, I don't understand like what he really wants though. Like is he trying to be like the best player on the Nets or is he trying to actually win? And I think it goes back to my point of like he wants to win but it's gonna be his way.
1: Yes, yes.
0: It's like well, you're not going to win if it's your way. Like that it's kind of just like a it's kind of binary. It's either you 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 pitch in and you win or you try to do way too much and then you lose. Like you you're going to have a ball dem- dominant Ben Simmons and Joe beat anyways. Like you whenever you were traded there, there was already rumors of you might wanting to sign back in the offseason. I was like, "Did you not exp- What what do you think Ben Simmons was going to go like put, only play 20 minutes a game?" Like
1: that, Yeah. Yeah, that is true. I and I think his priority, obviously, from what we've heard from him, is winning. He's all about winning. Win, 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 win. No laziness. Work hard. Win. And I think the 76ers offer that. And I think when it comes to playoffs, they'll really decide. If they do get in the playoffs, I think he would reconsider resigning. If not, he'll sign somewhere where he, know- he knows he'll win. I think that- winning for him is more important than personal stats.
0: Yeah, but like I also think maybe some frustration in his career is he was never really the defined first guy. Like he doesn't know what that feeling is. He was with Derek Rose in two thousand fourteen and fifteen, whenever they were both like twenty and seventeen points a game, so it was kinda of just like is Derrick Rose really coming back, and I'm now just emerging as a star? Like, who's the first guy? I, I think when D. Wade was on that team. That's, that's whenever the, he was the yeah, main. Yeah, like
1: when they the, – the series against – when Rondo, D. Wade, and him were on the team, they went against the Celtics. But and then they, he was traded. It's they, like – Yeah, well, they almost beat the Celtics that year in the first round. They but r- Rondo, like, broke his hand or something like that. Yeah, he like broke that. his hand. And, and they, they were up in that series, like, 2-0, I think. 2-0, yeah. yeah, 2-0. And I I think at that time, it was clear that Jimmy Butler was the leader of that team. And so I think he knows what it's like a little bit,
0: but... He's never really had that three-year stretch of like... And then he goes to Timberwolves, and then it's like, now we have Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns. Are we waiting for Wiggins to start taking more shots and being aggressive? Or are we going to just be like, Carl Anthony Towns is the front guy? So... Then he goes to Philly. He's not the front guy. I don't know. I think he just doesn't really know that whole experience as well as he wants, and he wants to get that feeling. Yet yeah, he's 28 years old. So, if you want to go get t- traded to some bad team, you're going to have a year there, and then now you're going to want to go sign like a four year deal and end as like a 34 year old. I don't know. Like, he's had a weird spot in his career because he he broke out really early. I mean, really late in my opinion. Like he was like 26, 27. Whenever he like really got his name into the league, yeah, I, I agree with that. And then, kind of like the last thing to kind of wrap all this up, uh, Luka Doncic. What do you think his ceiling is? Is he kind of just at his peak? I know he's only nineteen and all that, but what what do you think his like prime will be? Whenever he's like twenty seven. Oh jeez, I mean, he is a
1: he's a beast. I I don't know what his prime will be. I'm sure he'll get better. And, you know, I've already seen people saying, like I've seen YouTube videos where I'll give you five reasons why Luka Doncic will be the next GOAT and like this <laughs> and that. And I, I think it's foolish to make claims like that this early on. But I, I think he has a lot of potential, and I'm sure he'll be the focal point of the Mavs for years to come. And I think, he, I he definitely do think he'll get better and better and better because he's, he's balling up. He's a certified I think,
0: baller. I think the one problem with him that's really going to kind of like hurt his growth in my opinion is his athletic ability because you see players that have like a Kobe a Michael a LeBron that have all this athletic ability and then they then they start to go and match it with their skill and then that's whenever they like really hit their peak but with like Luca, it's like he's really only relying on skill so how much can his skill really get better I mean you're he, he kind of reminds me of like a Paul Pierce type of
1: yeah. Carmelo Anthony when he was good type of thing and he might not be the most athletic person, but he can still drive to the basket. He still shoots amazingly well. He's averaging six assists, six rebounds. I, I, I don't think he'll reach a ceiling anytime soon. I think he'll continue to get better, work on his skills because he's not perfect right now. But yeah. he'll, he'll get better, and I,
0: who knows what the future will hold for him? I'm sure he will be good. So then, there's like the controversy of. If he should be an all-star, which you kind of touched on earlier. I think, like, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, he's only a rookie, he's 19. crap. And I'm like, if he was a 10-year player playing like this, it'd be an all-star no matter what. Like, yeah. a lot of people are...
1: Age is, is uh, what might you call it, it doesn't matter. Age should be irrelevant to this yeah. discussion. Like,
0: if a player's playing an all-star level, they're an all-star. And, like, then you have, like, Derek Rose. Do you think he should be an all-star, like, with the way he's playing? Yes. I I'd probably say so too. Um, I think he's honestly a borderline all star. Saying that as a D. Rose fan, I've seen I've seen some Derek Rose fan pages that have a little bit of a uh, Dwight Howard Kelly Oubre-ness to Derek Rose. And it's like there's one guy I don't want to name drop because he blocked me anyways. Because uh, <laughs> I just like ripped him apart in all his captions. He had a like analytics uh with like two lines of his MVP season and a, like advanced analytics Of this season, yes, and how it's better this season than his MVP season. Goes well, technically, Derek's better now than his MVP years. I was like, no, I'm not that type of Derek Rose fan. So whenever I say he's a borderline All Star, like I'm trying to be as like I think he this this is a case of one of those All Stars where. You know, he's
1: kind of bounced back and he's getting a lot of attention and the fans really want him to be an all-star. And I think he's deserving because of that. You know, he came back. He almost quit last year from the NBA. Yeah. And he's bounced back. And I think, he, you know what, let's give it to him. Let's let him know that fans still love him. And he's still important to this league, and I think he—I think he's deserving. Like, if you look at his game log, like there's—he's—he's he's averaging what, nineteen point three game, but yeah. he—and he—he's—he's he's pulling up on that squad. As well,
0: there a was a, there was a stretch where Jeff T was injured, and he—I think in those like ten games, whenever he was starting, it was like twenty-five, five, and six. He was like averaging yeah. in like a ten-game stretch, and I was like, he's—that's. Close, that's yeah. close to MVP numbers because he averaged 25, 5, and 8. But yeah, no, um, yeah. But obviously stat inflation league, three-point shooting, all of that, he's going to get his numbers a little higher and defense being weaker. It's going to be easier to get all those offensive stats. But still, um, I think if, if he wins sixth man of the year and he's an all-star, which will make him a four-time all-star, an MVP rookie of the year, sixth man of the year, I would probably just put him in the Hall of Fame for that. Like, that's that's yes, a resume sir. already. Yeah. And the yeah. NBA yeah. Hall of Fame, too, is not... I mean, it's not the NBA yeah. Hall of Fame. It's the Basketball Hall of Fame. So his high school championships count. His Well, other than the fact that his it's Memphis college. season's... <laughs> 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 well, his his Memphis <laughs> season's kind of uh, under the rug with the final four because of his whole cheating on the SAT thing, but... I don't blame uh, you. It's the SAT's hard as shit.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Derek's probably like, look, I'm just trying to, like, make some money right now. Like, you know... I mean, it, get out of Inglewood yeah. so I'm gonna like yeah. cheat on this so I can go make some millions
1: yeah I mean clearly the, this kid was or when he was a kid he was not focused on school he was focused on b- one thing that I'm it, uh, intrigues me a little bit is Victor Lodipo this season isn't playing nearly as well I don't know if I would say not pl- playing nearly as well but he's not averaging as many points like he's missed quite a bit of time due to injury like I think he's averaging like 18 points per game and like if you look at his recent game log it's in a lower yeah his last game against what the 15 15. or something
0: like that he shot like four for 19 I was like
1: yeah yeah I don't know what it is why he's not having the same production that he had last year but the Pacers are definitely still winning games like they're top of the east doing great so uh, I'm a big Pacers fan so I definitely want to see him succeed and I hope in the playoffs he kind of goes back to his
0: old self and, you know, gets that high production again. Something that's crazy about Victor Oladipo is I love his one move. Whenever he's at, like, he's at, like, the half court, yeah. like, near the logo, and he, like, sprints and then he pulls up from three because everybody's, like, sagging off because they think there's he's just going to blow by. I see him well, do that all the he time. Can do
1: either or. It's either going to be he's going to stop, pull up for three, or he's going to dribble all the yeah, way to the Yeah, it's not basket. like he just okay. does
0: that move only for three-pointers. It's he's constantly going from logo, sprint. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he could, the, I think that's so dope, that move, because it's like, you just know whenever he's going to do it, and it's like, and he doesn't bend the rules like James no, Harden. No, no, yeah, no. It's, <laughs> it's
1: uh, either he's going to pull up for three and probably make it because he knocks down those shots, or he's going to drive, make a layup, drive, dunk, drive, dish it out to yeah. like Bodanovich, who's going to knock down a three. Yeah. So that's a pretty, that's a Bodanovich pretty good... Bodanovich is
0: really underrated. He's
1: a three, He's a knockdown three-point shooter.
0: Yeah. yeah, he's like, like the he Paja stokiakovich uh, of uh, uh, like the, the Kings, I think. Don't yeah, get mad at me if I'm wrong, uh, but uh, like... That just like just stand at the three, kind of like a Joe Inglis, just like, just chop, just chop some threes for us. Don't mm-hmm. do anything else. Like, I wouldn't say like a Kyle Korver role because Kyle Korver is more move around screens. But yeah, Bogdanovich kind of just stands there and he will just knock a three down, like a Channing Fry type of player. Mm-hmm. Um, did you hear the quote? I think I think Tristan said it again. Like after, after they beat the. After they beat the Lakers, there he goes. We're still the team to beat in the East.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like, know about you're that 10 one, 34 <laughs> Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I don't know. If you look at your record, bro, I don't know if you're the team to beat.
0: You you, you have, have to beat a, beat a lot of teams team team in order to get to, get to the eight spot guy. right now. Like they they they're pretty they pretty much clinched a no not eight seed yeah, already. No, oh yeah. Oh like, yeah.
1: Nobody, nobody. Oh yeah. If they if they made the playoffs, dude, I would I'd eat my own hat. <laughs> I would I'd eat a hat
0: yeah but i think that's that's pretty much it i don't we don't have too much did you did you see the Kyrie game against the raptors i did see that game he that uh, was insane he definitely showed
1: up for that game that's for sure that three-pointer he had yeah when he ran, pulled up like uh and right when he let go of him, I'm like yeah that's that's probably going it was in. just one, one of that's those going shots
0: it's like, like that has to, has go, to go in, in. Yeah. like although it was it was in a basketball just like if you you know if you know a lot of basketball that's a dumb shot to take
1: no yeah if you're but pull, like, if you're pulling up from there you you better make it and, and if it's in it. a clutch
0: situation whenever you have like 18 seconds left on the clock like you know in basketball that was a terrible shot to take but at the same time I was like that's Kyrie. Yeah, he's no, gonna like, make it. Yeah, <laughs> if you're
1: taking a shot like that at that point in the game, you he 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 meant business and Kyrie I, I knew went down it. his
0: inner Illuminati and just his yeah. weird brain stuff I was like,
1: all right, calculate this up and just, yeah, just, just flat Earth, no gravity,
0: <laughs> trajectory, <laughs> calculated, it, shoot, words it. flat, shoot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So I think that's pretty much it to wrap up episode five. I don't know what the next episode is gonna be. Uh, either our war predictions or. Our all-star team whatever it's gonna yeah. be uh, like I said I think on our, uh, our archives that we never really put out we, we talked about like best jerseys of all time yeah but it's like basketball shoes like aesthetically all that kind of like cool stuff to not just be like the the podcast. It's like James Harden's averaging thirty five a game. He's playing really good. You know, yeah, he's an MVP. Like, yeah, we don't want, I don't want to just be all like I, just give you the facts. But
1: I, I bet you after the All Star game and during All Star break, we can talk a little bit of basketball All Star this and that, and then we can talk about you know Jersey cool stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah,
0: yeah there's. I'm I'm really excited. I think February twenty first or something something is like the trade yeah. deadline. Which I don't know how crazy that's going to be because I know last trade deadline was like Cavs shipped out the whole team. Uh, oh yeah,
1: um, trade deadline. Oof. Trade deadline last year. Yeah, then, didn't Blake fun.
0: Griffin go like right. right before the trade deadline?
1: No, he he got traded. Oh On the shit! Deadline? When did he get? Yeah. I think it
0: was like a week before the trade deadline, but it was like around that around that time.
1: He he got traded around this time last year, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Close, close to. Well, no. I
0: think I think the trade deadline was a lot earlier last year. I think it was, like, January, like, 15th. And then, like, this year, it's, like, February 21st. I, don't I think know. you might be full of crap on that one. I, I might be. Yeah, I'll yeah. probably have to fact check after the podcast. Yeah. But, yeah. That'll probably wrap it up. Uh, hopefully, you guys are happy with the co-host. <laughs> hopefully, you guys got what you hoped. for, uh, And, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. See you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Oh,
1: oh we're sorry.